Hi, everybody, and welcome to another Monday. I'm so happy, as I always am, to be here with you because I have so much information that I believe can help you, can help you change your life. I was looking for so many of these things a few years ago because I knew that there was more out there. And when I found them, I knew that I needed to find a way to share them. And that's how I ended up here talking to you. So I want to talk to you today about something that I believe is one of the biggest issues in the world today. That if all of us could find a way to fix this within ourselves, it would not only change your own personal life, but it would change the world. And that is the belief, as Marissa Pierce says it, that we are not enough. We look around at all the people around us and we like all the things about them, maybe not all of them, But we can't look inside ourselves and find things that we like, things that we're happy about, things that we can truly appreciate. And that means that we're unhappy with ourselves. And the truth is, yourself is the one person that you got. Yourself is the one physical person on this earth that you are always going to have with you, near you, by you, constantly, your entire life. And if you cannot learn to be your best friend, you're going to be miserable. For example, if you had a best friend that was with you all the time and you kind of had the feeling that they really didn't like you, they didn't really want to look at you much, they didn't want to be in pictures with you, if they spoke to you, it was negative or putting you down. If you had somebody like that and you stayed there hearing all of those things feeling all of those things, for one thing, it'd be a really awful place to be. For another thing, the longer that you're there and the longer that you hear those things, the more ingrained those beliefs get and the harder it is to change them. So one problem, one reason that you got to where you are is because the people around you lied to you. And if you're in a place right now where people around you, especially if it's a spouse, a partner, somebody really close, and they are not treating you with the love and respect that you should be getting, you need to find a way to spend less time with that person. And if you think that they're talking to you because they're telling the truth and you deserve to be spoken to like that, I'm going to tell you right now that's a flat-out, bold-faced lie. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you think about yourself. There is no excuse for speaking to another human being like that. If you are speaking to someone else in that manner, it's not okay. If someone else is speaking to you in that manner, it's not okay. And my friend, if you are speaking to yourself in that manner, For the love of God and for the love of you, stop it. You deserve better. Let's talk for a minute about the people that have lied to you your whole life. When you're a child, ages zero to seven, your brain is on download mode. Anything that you are taught by anyone that you have any trust in whatsoever or any reason to believe will become ingrained in your soft brain during those years, then it becomes 
kind of solid when your brain gets solid and those thought patterns are now solid. So if somebody told you when you were three years old that you were stupid and couldn't learn anything, chances are if you're 40 years old now, you still believe that unless you've gone back to change it. What I'm telling you, if somebody told you that when you were a child, they were lying. There's no way a three-year-old can be stupid. It cannot be. Three-year-olds are not stupid. Some three-year-olds learn differently than other three-year-olds. That does not make them stupid. Every three-year-old I've ever met, and I've met a lot, has been open-minded and wanting to learn. Every single one of them. The problem with that is they believe what you tell them. So if you point to the sky and say, that's what purple looks like. Anything that you see that's that color is purple. That three-year-old will walk around pointing at everything that you or we would call blue and they're going to call it purple. And if that's never corrected, they're going to get to be 40 years old still thinking that the sky is purple. You can do better than this. If somebody told you when you were three that the sky was purple, hopefully by now you would be able to get enough information and reference from other sources to realize that that's not really what purple looks like. That purple is a mix of blue and red, not just blue. And maybe the sky's purple at sunset. But my point is, realize that that was not true. Even people who loved you and had your best interests at heart have lied to you. They might have told you that you couldn't ever accomplish much. Maybe because they couldn't. And so if you did, it was going to prove that they didn't work as hard and weren't as good as maybe they thought they wanted to be. So they don't want to see you succeed because then it makes them look bad. And maybe because they just didn't know better. I can't tell you why those people lied to you. What I encourage you to do is forgive them for it. Chances are they taught you the best that they knew. And one of the best ways that you can get over those beliefs is by recognizing that they taught you the best that they knew. Give them love and appreciation for teaching them the best that they knew and recognize that their best wasn't right. There's no judgment. There's no blame. There's no shame. It just is. You can simply look at the past and say, that was something I was told. It was wrong then, which means it's wrong now, which means I'm going to change my belief system. I'm going to change my paradigm and choose to believe something different about me. This one is a really, really tough thing to do, partly because we don't realize how many of those beliefs are ingrained into our paradigm until we come up against blocks. And that often happens. It's actually really exciting. When we are going through a process of making ourselves better, of self-development, we often come up against these blocks. We come up against these same patterns that seem to recycle. And when we do, that's amazing. It's really frustrating, actually, when you're struggling and keep hitting your head against that same wall. But what that tells you is, hey, there's a wall here. You need to remove it. So it's actually awesome when you come up against struggles in your personal development because it shows you a pattern that you need to change. And this is really, really, really important. When we're talking about loving yourself, when we're talking about where you are now and where you want to be, and friends, listen to me. It is 
possible to get there. I don't care if you're a negative 10 on the scale of negative 10 to positive 10. If you think that you are the worst piece of crap in the world and are at a negative 10 vibration for feeling that, you can get to positive 10. I know because I've seen it happen. And it can happen faster than you think. Because here's what I'm telling you. Everything that you believe about yourself, that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, that you're not smart enough, that you can't do things and you can't learn, those are lies. Whether you believe me or not, consider it. Question it. Is that Della lady full of crap completely? Could she maybe, maybe, maybe be on to just a little bit of something? And if so, what is it? What lies was I told? Who told me those lies? Forgive them for telling you those lies and then forgive yourself. Guys, this is critical. Forgive yourself for believing them. And I give you permission to forgive yourself. I give you permission to forgive that person. And I give you permission to walk forward with a new belief, knowing what the truth is now, having your head held high and respecting yourself. Doesn't that sound like a really good idea? Because it does to me. And anytime I see someone hurting and aching and shaming and in pain, I want to dump a bucket of love over them so that they can feel it, so that they can know that there is something better possible. There is. I guarantee it. And I challenge you to try to find out. When we're talking about people that lie to us, Let's take a big step up. We've been lied to all of our lives. And the person that has lied to you more than any other person in your life is you. Now, hang on a minute, because I'm not telling you to point your finger at yourself. I'm not telling you to blame yourself. What I'm saying is the opposite of that. All I want you to do is recognize, be aware that the things that you've been telling yourself all of your life up till now, the thoughts that come into your own head are not all true. It's true for me too. I think false thoughts. I think things that are not true. And so many things are only true based on our perception. So we might have a belief that we think is true. We change the perception and it changes the belief. Now you might ask, how do we do that? I have a really great example related to my cherry tree. Last night, I was picking cherries off my cherry tree, and I was so excited that they were ready in their sour cherries, but they're actually really sweet and delicious. But I noticed as I was looking at the tree, I almost didn't realize that they were ripe because I only saw a few cherries around the tree as I was looking at it. I could see some here and I could see some here. And then I found if I lifted up some leaves, there were usually cherries hiding behind that. When I stood back and looked at the tree, I only saw a few cherries, five or six. When I crouched down and looked up underneath it, hundreds, little red bombs of cherries everywhere, all on the underneath side of this tree. The thing is, all of those beautiful things were there all along, the whole time. But I didn't see them because I was looking from the wrong perspective. When I changed my perspective, I saw the fruit. When I changed my perspective, I saw the reward and I saw how much was actually there waiting for me that I simply could not see from a different perspective. Change your point of view, change your standpoint. Look at things from another direction. 
you may have been looking at yourself from the perspective of that parent, teacher, or friend who lied to you when you were a kid. And since you believe that lie so much, you let it become your paradigm and your operating system that now you are telling yourself that same lie. Look at it from a different perspective. Look at it from the perspective of someone who loves you. And if you can't think of anyone who loves you, imagine if someone loved you, how would they see you? What things about you would they like? Which of your flaws, and this is crazy because we see our flaws and all we see are huge, red, bothersome, awful things that we wish were gone. But when you look at someone that you love, your spouse, your child, your friend, your neighbor, your parent, whoever, you look at them and you see their flaws, you love them for their flaws, not in spite of them, but for them. Look at yourself from a different perspective. See your truth. See what's real about you and see how beautiful it is. And I promise when you see it from a different perspective, you can see it. The perspective that I would really, 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 really like you to be able to latch onto to turn around and see yourself is the perspective of your inner being, your higher self, however you want to phrase that, however it works in your mind to say that. Because here's the thing, your inner being loves you so much you cannot imagine it. Your inner being, the source that feeds you life, feeds you that life, puts blood in your heart and air in your lungs every single day because you're worth it. Even if you don't believe that you are, that source, that power knows. That power loves you more than you can even comprehend. I have a pretty good understanding of how much that power loves me. But even I don't really understand. Even I don't really get it. I don't. Just know that you are loved and you are worthy of love. And here's a really important thing. Your inner being is part of you, right? You are your inner being and vice versa. It's really hard to have a battle with yourself. And you know because you've done it. When you've been debating an idea and you feel really strongly about which way to choose or whatever, and you're fighting with yourself about that, you know how hard it is to have that, that argument. Here's the thing. Your inner self loves you. Your conscious mind and your brain might not. And so you, your conscious brain and your inner being are constantly at odds. Now, here's the thing. Your inner being is not going to fight with you. Your inner being is not going to argue with you. Your inner being will give you little pictures, little bits, little pieces, little nudges all day long, every day to show the love. And if you look for those things, you'll see them. But your inner being is not going to argue with you. So when you're saying, I'm a piece of crap, nobody could ever love me, your inner being is going to go, well, we disagree, but it's not going to argue with you. And sometimes when somebody just disagrees, it kind of makes you come back stronger, right? And you come back and you go, no, I'm right. Then here's why and here's why and here's why. And then your inner being goes, I disagree. And if you're in a relationship or have been in a relationship, you notice if the two of you in a two-person relationship aren't jiving, if you're not seeing eye to eye, 
it makes it really uncomfortable. The same is true, and in some ways more so, for your inner being. Because when you are at odds with your inner being, you're constantly butting heads, except your, your inner being isn't butting back. It's just going, I disagree. But you become so good at arguing your point. You tell this story in your head over and over and over. You make that argument. You prove why it is that you're a piece of crap and nobody could ever love you. And you get so good at winning that argument that that's what you believe, even though it's crap. Because your inner being isn't going to argue with you. It's almost like throwing rocks in a pond. Every time you tell yourself those lies again, you're throwing rocks in that pond and it makes the pond all raucous and there's ripples going everywhere and waves, waves going everywhere. And as long as you're throwing rocks into that pond, it's going to keep rippling. As long as you're doing that, you're going to maintain that belief. Did you know that every single belief that you have must be maintained or it will change or go away? That means that every belief that you have, even the ones that you've carried from the time you were two years old till now, is a belief that you have thought again and reinforced. Beliefs are not rock solid. Even your rock solid beliefs aren't as rock solid as you think they are. Which means that even if you know like you know like you know that you're unlovable, you're wrong, for starters, and you can change that belief. You can change that belief. My friend Cody, who was here with me last week, always says, you cannot change a problem with the same thinking that got you into it. If you want to change the outcome, you must change the thinking. The thinking may or may not affect the action. Sometimes you don't have to change any action. A lot of times you don't have to change action. You only have to change thoughts. And then surprise, surprise, the actions just take on their own, their own direction and it goes so much better. Stop arguing with yourself. Stop trying to prove your point. Stop trying to show why you're right about you being wrong. And here's the thing. You don't even have to switch to the other direction. You don't have to go from thinking that you're entirely unlovable to saying, I'm so amazing and wonderful. I don't know why I don't have 10 girlfriends. You don't have to go from there to there. In fact, it's really, really hard to go immediately from there to there. It's possible, but it's really hard. What's easier is to make the slight change. If you're at a negative 10, find something that feels better. When you have that negative thought that comes across your mind and you know what it is better than I do, that little nagging voice that says, meh, 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 you're not, you're not, you're not. All you have to do when you recognize that is see the thought but don't be the thought. Recognize it as a thought crossing your mind. Also recognize that you do not have to believe or accept that thought. Now, my sister told me that when she was experiencing postpartum depression, she was in a really, really, really dark place. And it was so dark for her that she could not find a positive thought. She couldn't come up with a positive thought. Okay. So if you can't switch from I hate myself to I love myself, fine. 
just go a little better. Find a thought that's a little better feeling. You can go from I hate myself to I don't like myself. That's an improvement. And then you can go from there to, okay, I don't like myself sometimes. I don't like myself when I do that. And from there you can go, but I do like myself when I do that. But if you're struggling to make that big leap, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. It's all right. You're in a place where your brain chemicals are fighting with you against yourself. And it takes some retraining and some practice and a little bit of nudging along the way to get you from the negative 10 to the positive 10. Don't feel bad if it doesn't happen in a blink. Give yourself patience. Give yourself permission to take the time that you need and do whatever it takes to be able to change that thought. It doesn't even have to be from hating yourself to loving yourself or even in that range. If you're having a negative feeling thought about whatever, all you have to do is go to something that feels a little better. It doesn't have to be about that. It can be about anything. So if you're feeling really bad about yourself, here's a key. This is an amazing trick that I haven't talked enough about. Your body will change your state for you. When you're feeling that negative 10 vibration, that emotion is a vibration, right? And when you're feeling that, do you know how to change an emotion? With motion, move. There's an amazing TED Talk by Laura Cuddy about how your body creates chemicals based on your body posture. Because think about, think about a time that you felt really awful. Think about a time that you felt really sad. How are you sitting? If I said there's somebody in a room over there who's depressed, can you picture without seeing them how they would be sitting, what their posture would be like? Because chances are they'd be slumped. They'd be chin down, shoulders forward, eyebrows sad. It's so easy to change that. If you can't change your thought, fine. You can change your body. Stand up straight. Put your head up high. Put your hands on your hips. You don't even have to try to summon a positive thought. Just, if anything, think to yourself, feel better. Stand better. Stand stronger. Stand prouder. Lift head up, shoulders back, feel better, feel better, feel better. And find a physicality, a physical pose, a physical motion that will change that vibration for you. Go for a bike ride, go to the gym, take a nap, do whatever it takes to make your body have a different vibration than what you're currently having. Music, music is vibration, guys. Music is an amazing hack for changing your vibration. Because it's basically just fill in the pot. If you're feeling one way and you want to feel another way, find a song that feels the other way you want to feel and listen to it. That's all it takes. Haven't you had that time when you're in a bad mood and you're in the car and a happy song comes on and you go, I don't want to listen to this. This is too happy. I don't want to be happy right now. I'm enjoying being cranky. We've all had those moments. Do it anyway. Listen to that happy thought or the happy song, and then listen to the next happy song. The vibration of the music will change your vibration if you let it. If you fight it, it'll hold back and take longer. That's part of the key of letting the pond still. Stop throwing pebbles in the pond, and it will still. When you stop 
beating yourself up. You don't even have to go with the positive stuff yet. Just stop the negative stuff and find a way to change the way your body feels. Move, dance, sing, be creative, read a book, get out of your head, do whatever it takes to change that vibration. Another reason that you don't love yourself, I'm guessing, is because you're afraid to. Because what if you do? What if you try? What if you, if you really make that effort and take that leap and then find out you're not worth it? That's scary and I understand. But I'm telling you that won't happen. You are worth it. And when you set out to prove that to yourself, you cannot fail. Whatever you set out to prove to yourself, you'll prove. I promise. Another reason is habit. You're in such a habit of having this argument with yourself that you don't know how to not. Again, this is the time to change your state. Recognize the patterns. And when you recognize them, you know what you need to change. And it's easier than you think. And my friends, you are lovable. If you can't believe it for yourself yet, I'll believe it for you. But try, question, wonder, and get there. I want you to believe in yourself because I want you to be happy. And that's me.